Luke 2.28 He took him up in his arms and blessed God and said. So this is the beginning of Simeon's response to Christ's presence in the temple. We have here uh, several elements to that. First and foremost, we should just acknowledge that he says something and that saying is recorded for us in verses 29 to 32. And so we'll get to what he says another day. But first, what he he does, in essence, is summarized here in verse 28. And so Christ has come into the temple. His parents have brought him there according to the customs of the law. And now how does Simeon, this spirit-filled man, respond? First, He receives Christ into his arms. And and I want to get to uh, just, uh, I guess, sentimental or corny here. But I think that this is a, a lesson for us in how we should respond to Christ. There, there's an element of Christ in his glory that causes us to bow and bend our knee in awe and wonder and praise. And then there's also this idea of receiving. Receiving and taking, accepting. And Christ has come and he is offering uh, offering relationship with us. And we should, just as Simeon did, receive him. And then as we do that, we should bless God. What exactly does it mean to bless God? What, a, what does the psalmist mean when he says, bless the Lord, O my soul? I think a helpful place to look is uh, an article in the Thamelias Journal. It's called A Biblical Theology of Blessing in Genesis by Matt Champlin. And he argues for this definition of blessing. Blessing is the bestowing of privilege, right, responsibility, or favor upon some portion of the creation by God or by one whom he has blessed. So in relation to humanity, to be blessed is to be one of God's own people with all the benefits that brings. In other words, the blessing of God is his relational presence in one's life. And uh, Genesis 26.3, when God says, I will be with you, that's the essence of divine blessing, according to Champlin. I think he's I think he's right that God's relational presence to bring good to his people is blessing. We're blessed when we are in right relationship with God and therefore receive good from him. And we bless others when we channel God's goodness to them. That's how we can bless others. I can bless my children by proclaiming upon them, may the Lord be with you. I can bless my children by saying, may God help you to be strong, which means to have a pure heart, to stand up for what's right, to help the weak and to love like Jesus loves. May the Lord help you to be pretty, which means to have a kind heart, to tell the truth, to work hard, and to be brave. My blessing of my children is a channeling of God's goodness, of God's desired character upon them. It's proclaiming that upon them. And and it doesn't, 
when we bless others, it doesn't mean that we, uh, what we say always comes to pass, but it is a form of channeling God's relational presence to them. But we do not offer God uh, good things through our blessing of him because God does not need our blessing. Instead, to bless the Lord means to uh, praise within the context of relationship. And so when we bless the Lord, what we're doing is we are acknowledging the goodness that relationship with him has brought to us. And so Simeon is illustrating that perfectly. He sees the Christ child, the promised child of God, and he proclaims praise and thanks to God for keeping his promises within relationship. So how can we pray in light of this verse? I think we can pray, oh God, teach us to bless you as we receive blessing from you. Teach us within this relationship to acknowledge all of the good things that have come to us from you. And when we acknowledge them and receive them with joy, may we proclaim praise and thanks to you in light of those things. And then God, would you help us to go and bless others in your name? Would we channel the good things and the good character and the good um just goodness that you have given us. And may we channel that to others as a blessing to them. It's in Christ's name I ask this. Amen. That is Luke chapter 2, verse 28.